0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
3: LSU and Louisiana Monroe tonight at 8 p.m. Right here on the home of the Fighting Tigers, WWL, AMFM.com, and the Odyssey app back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show with Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. We welcome in now WWL NFL and college football analyst, Mike Dettelier. Mike, how are you, man? I'm
1: good. Man, 8 o'clock start time. Man, if I was going out, I'd have to take me a nap. <laughs> it would be that late when I come in.
3: Yeah. No, no, i got to have
1: my energy level up. i got to have my energy level up, so i got to take my little nap. You know what I
3: mean? Yeah, well, the good news is college football, the half times are longer, so you squeeze in a little cat nap there, and then, uh, you know, you go to bed around 11, 30, 12, and you'll be good to go. Anyway, no.
1: Then uh, I'm up, man. Then I'm up. Then I'm up till two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. After that, you know. So uh, no, uh, but I, but I'm good with it. But man, it go to show you, boy. When you show up the late o'clock at
3: night, uh, things ain't going good for you. That's no, right. it's not. It's not. But it is, Mike, an opportunity <laughs> for LSU to get their fifth win of the season. They're four touchdown favorites tonight against the Warhawks. So uh, certainly an opportunity. Even if you play poorly, you should beat this football team.
1: Yeah, you get, I mean, you overall got better talent even with all the starters, eight starters missing on defense, uh, four starters missing on offense. Uh, I What Coach Bowden told us uh, during the week was correct. Guys, I'm not just snowballing y'all. I don't think we got one guy on this team that was recruited by LSU. Not a one, yep. and, and he's probably right. He would he would know more about it than than anybody else. But that that was a very telling comment uh, that he made. You know that, and he didn't have that uh, sort of uh, talent. Like you know, come on, he he was at Auburn, where man, he had some really good teams there, and he, and he's bounced around the college ranks a little bit. But uh, man, it's a total rebuild at UL Monroe. Uh, For him, and I know in talking to him during the summer, uh, he made it plain and clear to me that, yeah, I'll go out and get a couple of transfers here and there, but I want to build this through prep recruiting. Now, he he may change his mind about that, uh, you know, as it goes along, because, uh, you know, you got guys that maybe for whatever reason, they don't fit at LSU or Mississippi State or Ole Miss or Arkansas. Or say a TCU and you can grab them, you know. And uh, so he, he may have, uh, you know, second thoughts about it, but uh, I do know he was very adamant about that, that he wanted to build this team uh, through uh, prep recruiting.
2: Not Mike, is he talking prep recruiting in the Louisiana area? Is that what he's saying, um, I guess, uh, mainly?
1: Well, I think he can uh, three corner this uh, because he can go into Texas, he can go into Arkansas. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it also went to Louisiana. So I think he didn't get into specifics with me, but, you know, he had asked about some information that I'd given Coach O about recruits in the state of Louisiana. And uh, I gave him the the same copy I'd given uh, Coach O. And uh, he was like, man, that's a lot of talent, especially at the wide receiver defensive back position. Um, Man, this state is loaded with them. And you know, it's another area, Herb, that you wouldn't think. Defensive linemen, mm-hmm. that it, it, they've produced a lot of really good defensive linemen. The offensive linemen, man, the numbers are real uh, short. Yeah. Uh, you would think uh, because of the athletes, linebackers would be more, but it's not as many as you might think. Uh, running backs, you know, it, it's it's pretty good. And I do think now we're starting to see it from the quarterback position, where 2023, uh, I think you will have six Division One quarterbacks from the state of Louisiana sign scholarships in 2023. Wow. And that that I, I, I can't remember Herbert, in my lifetime, six from from this state signing. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, how you see it and how it's trickled down. And so that's why I've always felt in the new coaching search, you want to try to get the best coach you can, but man, I I want to try to find me the quarterback whisperer at the most important Mm -hmm. position on the field. And now you've got them in your backyard and you've got the receivers, man, get that guy that can develop quarterbacks. And
2: because if you don't,
1: (laughs) you're going to have issues. All across the board, like you're that that
2: talking have about a Lincoln Riley. Am I right, Mike? You damn right, Jimbo.
1: Uh, I knew Jimbo <laughs> was the number one. Now I don't. Now listen, come on. You and I both know this about Jimbo. If he told me today was sad day, I'd get the calendar. Right. I, I don't believe anything that Jimbo tells me until it actually happens because I've been through that before with him. Uh, you know, Jimbo's got a long two history of developing quarterbacks. If it was at uh, LSU at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And you see it now with Texas A&M. Lincoln has done it certainly at the highest level. (laughs) You know, you look at guys, and it wasn't like it was high school guys. Now, Caleb's different. Caleb's different. Uh, But, you know, most of these guys were transfer guys that, you know, he was able to mold, and, and it's been unreal. And so, hey, listen. If I'm in a coaching search, and I and I get it, and there are people out there that are really good on the defensive side of the football, but come on, look how this game is played today. Come on, you got to be able to get that guy, and when you lose one, to have one ready to roll. L- look what happened at Alabama, okay? And we've seen it: Jalen Hurts, tour Mac Jones, and now what you see with Young has been bang, bang, bang. Come on. We couldn't have said that 10 years ago. They didn't have that type talent at quarterback. That's what Lane did to change the world uh, at Alabama. He convinced Nick you you had to open this up and then become more of a pitch-and-catch world in college football. And, you know, when you write that book on Saban, you better write a real thick chapter on what Lane Kiffin did to change his thoughts, and now you've got another terrific talent at quarterback at Alabama in Bryce Young.
3: NFL and college football analyst Mike D'Antilia here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Speaking of quarterbacks, Max Johnson got Garrett Nussmeyer. He's going to redshirt for the remainder of the year. Walker Howard coming in next year by 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 next season. Do you think Walker and Howard Walker Howard has a chance to usurp Max Johnson and become the, the starter?
1: Uh, It won't be early, and but you know, it also it depends on who the head coach is, because we all know one thing, and Herb can address this too. You got coaches that really not crazy about playing any freshman quarterback, but in today's world, you might have to go that route, because he's your best option. Uh, You know, you think about Oklahoma. Okay, Spencer Rattler came in with all these credentials. And he was a good quarterback last year at Oklahoma. But he struggled this year. And he got a little bit too full of himself, okay, as a player. He he thinks, again, he can put a football anywhere out on the field. But anyone who has watched Walker Hart play will tell you, no, he's a stud player. Now, it won't happen, opening game and stuff like that. But you can see with that type of talent, it's going to be hard to keep him on the bench. Just like, okay, wherever Arch Manning's going to sign, you think he's going to wait two years before he's the starter? Mm -hmm. Come on. Ain't no way. No way. It's not happening. So, uh, again, um, it's going to depend on who the coach is and how quickly he can play. But Max Johnson, to me, has really plateaued uh, uh, as a passer. You can see, man, his mechanics – uh, are, are off. You know, he, he, he doesn't throw the football on balance. He's not setting his feet and throwing it. And partially that too is the offensive line. Um, and, and you got to have a running game. But I, I watch him set up and throw, and he's off balance so much to throw the football. And and that to me, boy, that, that becomes almost a habit uh, that, that you get into. That's unbelievable, and it's hard to break. It, it, it really is, and we've seen him plateau uh, as a player somewhere. They wouldn't shock me to see Miles Brennan. You know, if he can stay healthy, go somewhere and be starter, and be a really good start in college football next year for someone else.
3: That's his plan. That's what he's hoping for: an opportunity to have a one-year Joe Burrow-esque type of season and elevate his draft stock, et cetera. Um, what are you looking for tonight? man, I pound the hell out of
1: UL Monroe. My thing is, okay, uh, since, uh, you know, Keishon Boutte went out, your only consistent option downfield has been Jack Besh. The other guys, Mm -hmm. man, they all hit and miss. You know, sometimes they get open, sometimes they don't. Herb, you can see it as a quarterback. You know, they'll make a couple plays and then they they get in the witness protection agency afterwards. You you can't find them. And so, man, I got this big offensive line, much bigger than UL Monroe's defense, and man, I'll rock you. You know, I'll run the football and beat you up, and then when them safeties start to cheat up, you know, to try to help and run support, man, i throw the football over the top on you. But I think at this stage, that's got to be the game plan for LSU to, to run the football against UL Monroe and Then try to hit something over the top. Because if you just plan on throwing it, you can manufacture a pass rush if they know you're going to throw the football. If they know you're going to throw it, they can send extra people, more people than you got blocking. You got changes up front along the offensive line. But I think for LSU, it's all about running the football tonight and getting that ground game started. Tyron Davis Price has been outstanding. Corey Kina, uh, I think we'll see a lot of action also. They got some of the other backs that are kind of banged up right now, and I've been impressed with what Durante has done defensively, in moving them yeah. from that standard four three to a three four, and then all of a sudden you got five guys up on the line of scrimmage, they coming from different angles, and uh, you know it was Lane Kiffin that tipped off Coach O. Hey, I'm seeing the same looks on almost every play, and. I give Ed and Durante credit. They came up with a different scheme, and man, for, for the last couple of weeks, it's really worked. They've done a very good job defensively. And again, you missing eight starters. That that to me is it. That, that goes to show you for these cats that say, "Oh, it's it's talent." My thing is talent. You went toe to toe with Alabama with you know, only three guys that were starting the season on defense. Don't come here with that malarkey about talent. LSU second string is, is is a good unit. You'd love to have the first string, guys. But don't give it to me about talent. I, I don't buy
3: none of that. NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. Mike, thanks for the time. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thank you, Mike. All right, we'll step away and come back. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show right here on WWLAMFM.com. And the Odyssey, yeah, our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open as well at 504- 260-1870 Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick back here on the Gulf Coast. Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show. Excuse me, I had to clear my throat there. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick again our Hart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. It's LSU and Louisiana Monroe, the Warhawks. What does a Warhawk look like, Herb?
2: Uh, It looks like a hawk that's just uh, going to war.
3: (laughs) Like, are we going on, like, full metal jacket, show me your war face, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, something like that. That's right. Yep. I like it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, look, the Warhawks. uh, Look, one of the things that I think is incredibly important to talk about is with two more wins, if LSU can notch the victory the following week against Texas A&M, they would qualify for a bowl.
2: They would. And and that's what they're playing for right now.
3: But it would be a right? bowl. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, hey, bowl is a bowl. You know, you get to play the extra game. You get to get the, the gifts. Uh, you you get a week of uh, whatever city you're in just to enjoy it, learn something new, spend some time with your brothers, and, and you know, and and, and and just enjoy it. And that's ultimately why it's called, you know, Football Bowl Series, right?
3: Yeah, and it's beneficial to, to programs because like you mentioned earlier, guys that can sign and enroll in December, they can get bowl practices with the squad, you know, and that'll give them kind of a leg up uh, in the spring yep. and in the fall. And even still, you know, even even with the lame duck coaching and Coach O, it would still give, because you would imagine by the bowl, they would have announced their coach, who their coach is, and it would give him an opportunity to just get in the program and start getting familiar with players and looking at players and, it would be it would be good for them on a number a number of levels for LSU if they can somehow manage to beat Texas A and M next week and certainly got to take care of Louisiana Monroe tonight that would put you bowl eligible and a place that you know, I didn't think LSU would be in a position to to secure um, after the Kentucky game that's for sure um, but it's been a weird season it's been a strange season um, so it, it could happen for LSU but the Warhawks are up first tonight for the tigers and yep. one of the things i think is important here is if nothing else go out and beat down this team and get some confidence right i mean there's, right. no, there's nothing better for your conf- confidence through demonstrated ability and a dominant win
2: and that's what i was alluding to earlier i think it's time they they've been you know eager to get one of those types of games under their belts, and they just haven't had it. Um, And so here we are, uh, ULM. And look, and I don't want to take anything away from ULM. They're going to come in. They're going to play hard. But as Mike said, you know, the talent level that LSU has, even our second and third guys are, are, you know, just leaps and bounds, you would think, talent-wise, better than ULM. So, and that's why we should go in there. We get that, you know, 28, (laughs) 35-point victory, and that builds some confidence going into that Texas A&M game next week, and we'll see what happens. But you got to take care of business tonight. Just because they have a lesser talent on the other side doesn't mean that you can just do what you want. You have to execute to be successful, and then you execute tonight, you can transfer to the following week.
3: Yeah, and you can't start out slow tonight. You know, this is a game that, you know, you should have the, the gas pedal down from, from the start and because – your home fans will, will turn on you against this team in particular. If you're playing poorly and kind of off to a slow start, the, the LSU fans are going to are gonna grow impatient real fast with that because everybody knows the score. They're expected to throttle this team. So those fans that are going to this game expect a beatdown, a name-your-score kind of game. So if it doesn't get off to a fast start, LSU fans are going to make their displeasure known, that's for sure. But
2: that's definitely going to happen, and uh, I guarantee it, it, it – it... You, you'll be able to hear it through the television oh, yeah. station. I, I guarantee it. And and look, you know what's going to be interesting too, Kristen? To to watch, to see what the stands actually look like. Would it be in the 8 o'clock game, right? And to see how many people actually be in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I look forward to it being as packed as possible. You know, what does that mean? 80%, 90%, um, you know, so d- – of tickets, you know, people there at the at the stadium. But that's going to be interesting because that's going to tell you where the, the faithful are when it comes to whether or not we're behind this particular team at this particular moment.
3: Before we go to the top of the hour, I want to send a shout-out to uh, the Hanville freshman basketball team. They had a tournament today, the Tiger, Hanville Tiger Invitational. They lost in the championship game, but still it was fun watching the Tigers, the Hanville Tigers, in basketball play a little hoops. And, uh, and compete and, and and show well in in their own tournament and of course my son's a part of that team it was a big thrill at Herb to watch my son play uh, high school basketball which that's uh, right you know I, it's I, I think if you play high school anything you've accomplished some things in your life I mean that's that's a pretty good accomplishment
2: awesome man awesome for him and you enjoy it while it lasts brother
3: yeah yeah I know you've it's gonna go fast that's I know, I know. All right, one hour down, uh, one more to go here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Tiger Tailgating Show on WWL.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.